We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. And welcome to the first episode of the Gilcast. It's 2023. It's week one. We are here. We uh, we started the season on a high note. I know what people want. Uh, look, I get it. You all want to tune in to the Gilcast on Sunday night. One, we already let you guys down because, um, what, I don't know, Sammy had some fucking shit he had to do on Sunday my, night. Look, Just- look, look, dude, my, my aunt comes into town from out of state and it's like, don't don't you know it's the first week of football? Like these people are oblivious. These boomers just like, oh yeah, I'm going to come in. Let's see the kids, you know, great. It's like, no, dude, there's football on. All I want to do is sit in my skivvies all day and scratch my balls and watch football. And instead I'm like packing up kids and going and seeing family. And it's so brutal. Like I'm just, I'm just taking beats all over the place this weekend. What it would be like to be a normal person and not just have this day on your calendar where we get to obsess over everything and by 12.05 tilt our face off. It's, it it's really, it's really unbelievable. Um, so Nate, I mean, you win the three man, one hundred fifty five point nine two points. I came in second in the three man with one hundred forty four point seven two. The whirling dervish, he played the. Um, this was the Levitan team. This was the the two v two that everyone was basically thinking about the entire week, and you scored one hundred and thirty two point seven. Nate. Walk people into the process of how the fuck it is possible that this is something that still happens to you in 2023, that you're uploading week, the wrong week, week one, week one, we lose to Nate Noling, who uploads the wrong cash game lineup into everything. I mean, this is just classic, classic yeah. football stuff. I'm so excited for football season. And then this happens. Well, to be fair, you would have lost by even more if I would have my real team. So... Cause I, the, it was, it was basically my real team. At first I thought I'd uploaded like a GPP team. And then I looked at it and it was like, 
So I build a bunch of lineups. I use an optimizer. I have all my projections I upload. I that it builds it. I I, I kind of have a cash team, and then I I kind of spit out a few different lineups to kind of look at them. And the and the first team that it spit out as the optimal was um, was what I played. But at eleven o'clock, I was sitting there going, "I'm not playing two rookies in cash week one. Like I'm just not going to do that." Uh, with with a rich and Bijan, and so I swapped it. I did a manual swap myself to Sam Howell and uh, and Austin Eckler, and so it was a I know better type move because I so it was basically my same team. It the projection difference in, in my system was like 0.2 points, but then there was a bunch of weird late news with DeAndre Swift and other things that I reran everything for my tournament teams, uploaded that, and forgot to go back in and make the manual switch. Uh, to do the less optimal cash team. And so it was, it was ultimately a two V two that didn't, that didn't hurt me at all. I lost four points on it, but I still would have won either way. So my, my, the, the cash team I was going to play that I sent you guys at 1101 was, um, was much, I, I felt like I felt solid about it. It was the, all right, all right. Well, this is a terrible story. I mean, the bottom line is you didn't, you didn't pay down at running back. You paid up for Bijan. You kicked our ass. I mean, I hate football. I waited all season except, for this. Except and... I do. I just, Nate, I don't. This is so unlike you to play Bijan Robinson over Jamar Chase, to play the but, three running backs. I wasn't going to play Bijan. The... I was going to play Eckler. So look at my team that I sent you guys at 1101. It was yeah, Eckler. Yeah. It, was, it was Howell Eckler. Ultimately, what I did was I paid up at one of the running back spots instead of playing Chase. Jamar Chase. Instead of playing Jamar Chase. And so that was my 2v2. And then the only thing I was sweating at 1101 was whether I play Reed or Mims. Fair enough. I mean, so it wasn't, it wasn't like I played some gal brain team. It was, I made a, I made a running back volume play over. All right. Well, let's, let's get into the mind of a coward. Let's just get into the mind of a coward because Sammy, the only reason you could possibly give me that you didn't play Anthony Richardson, $5,600 dome game, dude, six, four, two forty. Runs a four four forty. I mean, the only fucking reason you could have had to have not played Anthony Richardson was that you were scared. You were scared. Just admit it to everyone uh, here on the program. You were you were scaredy cat of Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I mean, I am a cuck grandmaster. That's the only thing I can say here on this program. I mean, Jesus Christ, I was scared. I was scared of the downside, and it was just like, okay, like. Jalen Hurts, the number one quarterback in fantasy. Like, he's playing the weak-ass New England Patriots. Like, what could go wrong? And instead, literally, the only thing that went wrong is that Anthony Richardson outscored Jalen Hurts by, like, you know, whatever, like, eight, nine points. I mean, that was it. Yeah, I was scared. I was scared, man. I didn't want to go into week one. Like, oh, this guy's never played an NFL game. The guy can barely throw a ball. Instead, he, you know, obviously runs in a touchdown because that's what he does. He throws a swing pass to Michael Pittman, athletic beast, who breaks it off for 40 yards down the sideline and scores. And it's just like, that's, that's the story of me, my mental weakness. I, I lost because of it. It's very, 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 very tough to deal with on this Monday morning. I hate so it. this was, this was the team that I played Anthony Richardson, Raheem Mostert, Jamal Williams. I ended up swapping to Jaden Reed over Marvin Mims, not because I thought Jaden Reed was the better play, but I thought that, so what I was fading, I believe, 21 and a half, Sammy, uh, versus your team from Jalen Hurts. And I basically figured Hurts gets 21 and a half, I don't know, 
55, 60% of the time, something yeah. like that. And it would feel really shitty to lose because I just stuck on the 3K wide receiver that everyone else had. And it ended up being Mims was about 40% owned. Reed was about 20% owned. Now, in my projections and my imagining, I did not imagine that Marvin Mims was going to be playing behind Brandon Johnson and little Jordan Humphrey. I actually thought I probably was going to lose that one. I, I actually thought Mims was going to be the second wide receiver for the Broncos, um, especially with like the Dulcich snaps and stuff. Like I just thought like Mims is going to get targeted here a lot. And I, I might like, I liked Mims. So really that was just a lucky swap. Well, uh, and also, and also it's week one. Like if you weren't swapping, like, who are you? Who are you? Right. Anymore, right? I mean, uh, obviously the real alpha play would have been swapping to my short King Tutu Atwell, six receptions for 119 <laughs> yards. I mean, can you imagine if I would have swapped the two? Tutu was in my shell. He was in my shell all week. Like and that was who I had saved as the three K wide receiver. That's not and true. I, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. No. Yeah. That's my guy. That's my guy. I have, I have 20% of Tutu Atwell on across like 850 best ball teams. That's my, but the Rams my were guy. not a team that you were, I mean, Everybody was considering between Jaden Reed and Marvin Mims. There was not. Yes. No, you would not have started cash week one of 2-2. Like, you just wouldn't have. I well, would not well, have. It, I would not to, have, but it would have been a good story. Is it fair right? to say, then, that you are also a coward, Davis? Results yes. results be damned. Yes. Oh, totally. You also totally. have some cowardly genes in your system. Well, there's another There's another coward play that we all made, too, that we'll get to. Um, so they are freaking three, likely. Yes. 3K, oh, 3K wide receiver. Uh, Jaden Reed, Marvin Mims, pick your poison. Justin Jefferson, who I thought was the priority play of the week, which is actually why I ended up playing Anthony Richardson. It's not It's not actually because I, – I mean, obviously I thought Jalen Hurts was going to do well, and I was very surprised to see him score 13.5 points in, in that spot, but it was just wanting to get Jefferson. Then, honestly, just like the, the feels-bad play of the year, Jamar Chase, 9.1 DraftKings points. Isaiah Likely at tight end. Tyree Kill and the Commanders defense, uh, the cumulative own of this team. Let's actually see here in the massive $25 double up. I mean, this team was duped about a billion times. Richardson was 21%. Mostert was 60. Jamal was 65. Jefferson was only 50. Chase was 45. Reed ended up being 16%, likely 76. Tyreek, 69. Nice. And the Commanders at 86%. How owned was your team more owned than that, Sammy? Or was was Richardson Jefferson more popular or was Hertz Ridley more popular? So I'm looking at, I mean, you know, obviously we enter like a ton of these like giant double ups, but in this one, it's like a eight thousand person twenty-five dollar double up. The percentages are a little different. Like Tyreek's only fifty-five percent, the commander's seventy-four percent. Uh, Hertz was only 22.1% owned. So, you know, likely's 56. So that's, I mean, you know, I think there was also a lot of swapping happening. Like Herbert being 20, like Herbert was, it seemed like a lot. No, no, no. Levitan, Levitan brought this up in his article. There was actually a Herbert team that made sense where you drop down from Hertz to Herbert and you get up. I, I think it was, you get up from chase to jefferson so there was actually a herbert team that made sense so i don't know how much swapping that was got it because yeah i was surprised when the afternoon slate locked and i saw herbert being the second highest owned cash qb because like in the massive 25 dollar double up 
which is like kind of the main thing I use for ownership. Hertz was 22. Richardson was all the way down at 12.9. Herbert was 20.1. And then Sam Howell was 8.8. And so to me, I only considered Hertz, Richardson and Howell for cash all week. I never considered Herbert. Um, So having Herbert be twice what Howell and Richardson was, was pretty surprising. So there was really three paths. It was, it was Hertz, Rich, Richardson slash Howell, cheap QB or Herbert, which. Well, essentially, I mean, Davis, do you want to tell people what we actually played? Yes. Okay. So this was the, this was the other team. Um, This was the, the team that Sammy played. He played Jalen Hurts, a quarterback, Raheem Mostert and Jamal Williams at running back, Jamar Chase, Calvin Ridley, Marvin Mims at wide receiver Isaiah Likely at tight end, Tyreek Hill at flex, and the commander's defense. So it really was, I mean, those were those two teams, like I bet if you pulled up a CSV of the massive $25 double up, you'd find, uh, I don't know, 20% of the player pool probably with one of those two teams. And honestly, I mean, the Ridley play, Jesus Christ, like that was... He ain't going to be 6,500 for long, you know? No, like he, dude. I mean, Ridley immediately, like, goes for, like, 92 yards and a touchdown in the first half. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, week one's a print. Like, because essentially I had the Richardson team, right? I had Richardson and Jefferson. And then I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to go – I'm just going to 2v2. I'm going to Hurts and uh, and Ridley instead. Because obviously Ridley's not as good as Jefferson. But I was just like, you know what? I think Ridley – you know, the, this price gap is actually like not as big as it should be. Like, I think Ridley's going to be an alpha, you know, he's, he's been drafted as an alpha. We've seen Davis posting Calvin Ridley, you know, clips from training camp. He looks quick. He looks sudden. It's like, you know, we're in on the Jags. I'm like, okay, like I'm going to get this going. And he immediately smashes. And I'm just like, Imme- I'm, the, I'm the immediately, God. immediately. Yeah. I, I was like, so I was like, shit, like, we're just going to lose here. Like, I thought my side, I thought my side was so dead. And then Justin Jefferson had to have just had the quietest 134 yard first half in the history of fantasy football. I mean, it was like, uh, it was like, I I blinked. I'm like, oh my God, you Ridley's just going to beat Jefferson straight up, which I think he did, by the way, by point one. By but point one. Yeah. Jefferson, Jefferson straight up should have had. Tyreek's day I mean they were trailing in the second half to the Buccaneers like if Kirk Cousins could handle a freaking snap this guy Kirk Cousins is the biggest loser I mean Kirk Cousins is the biggest loser in the National Football League like this guy this guy is letting Baker Mayfield come into his stadium as a five and a half point underdog look him in the eye and just beat him down like embarrassing for the Minnesota Vikings like oh and and cousins kept they've got to the red zone twice and he just wouldn't throw it to jefferson it was like he was like throwing to kj osborne he was chucking it down to alexander madison like it just, that was brutal that was a brutal second half to watch it was it was brutal but the it's we can't overstate how good justin jefferson is i mean he literally looked if you were watching the game it wouldn't have stuck out to you at all it looks like he's just doing his job and and all yes. of a sudden and it's like he is the he makes 28 DraftKings points seem just easy. That's a bad day for him. And it's, his ceiling is just unmatched. I, I, it's insane to me. I mean, you watch what Tyreek did yesterday. Obviously Tyreek is insane, but this is like Tyreek at his ceiling where Justin Jefferson, this is just his, like, he's, he's just, this is his day. You know, this isn't like him going out of his way. It's nuts how high Justin Jefferson's ceiling is. I, I can't believe Calvin Ridley matched Justin Jefferson and I, and I lost because 
Anthony Richardson beat Jalen Hurts straight up. Like this is I'm running I'm running so bad already, you guys. This is just well, I mean, this is what happened. Well, when you've Justin been you've been sun running even the touchdown equity. I mean, literally, Justin Jefferson didn't even have the most expected touchdowns on his team. Jordan Addison got like three targets in the end zone. It was well, Jordan Addison looked really good, by the way. Yeah, I mean, that's still, that's I'll, something to remember is that he it, looked like phenomenal in his first game. If those end zone targets go to Jefferson, I mean, Jefferson's putting up 35 points easy, you know, like. I don't know. Just Jeff Jefferson's insane. But the thing I want to talk about is why no, why, why you guys weren't considering high price running back at all. Like Eckler to me, I just liked chase better or about the same. Well, they were, they were like 600 bucks different too. Yeah. Like if I, yeah. if, if, if it was straight up for me, you know, I would have probably played Eckler over chase because you know, I like, I like playing the running back and the flex, but it's like the $600 made a big difference. So I could, it wasn't just a one for one swap, frankly. Yeah, I, I mean, could it could have just done Bijan over Chase, like Alpha Nate over here, and I just mean, like Bijan. By the way, if Bijan had a coach who cared that he just spent a first round pick on him, I mean, he could add forty. He, he, he's he the guy. Add, he's that, so good. That, he, but that touchdown was like a work of art. I mean, but, it, the, I but that the Algier stuff, by the way. The Algier stuff's not going anywhere. Like whatever, like however good you think Bijan is, and I think he's amazing. The Algier stuff is not like that's happening. No, it's it, it's not going away. And Nate paid eight k for a guy who's like in a in a fifty fifty timeshare. Well, and like binked us. No, no, he didn't bink us because the passing game usage was what sharp people like me expected. People expected Bijan to basically be the only running back earning targets on that team. And actually, if you have a shitty quarterback like Desmond Ritter, a lot That's easier, a lot easier to complete checkdowns to B. John Robinson than it is to find Drake London who went, uh, by the way, I mean, the Drake, Nate, how poor are you going to be playing $4,700 <laughs> Drake London every single week? Like you're just going to be like, dude, the well, Whopper. The, the, no, the one thing about it is he's not actually even getting the, the Whopper, like the area. Yeah. Aren't it's so it's actually like the way my model works. Like I'm not going to fall for Drake London. I'm not going to fall for Kyle Pitts because these guys are getting three targets. Like the actual volume isn't there, but like it's tilting. I mean, the, the Arthur Smith quote at the end of the game was like, you know, Drake's happy. We just, we got the win. No, this is a waste of this guy's career. It's so freaking tilting. I mean, he is, he is good. He is as good as any of these other second year wide receivers. And we're just never going to see, we're never going to see anything as long as he's under Arthur Smith. Well, I should I should have known Nate because you know I took a lot of Bijan over sixty seven and a half rushing yards on Prize Picks, and I took I took over I there. took over seventy I took over seventy point five earlier in the week at, as like a prop bet, and I thought it was like easy money. I was like they're going to be winning the oh, whole yeah. time. I did uh, I did the bet against all the rookie quarterbacks same game parlay. So bet uh, what was it? Um, I don't even. Oh, it was uh, Falcons, Ravens. And who's the other team that played a rookie quarterback and Jaguars. And it played out like plus plus one eighteen or whatever. And it was like literally never in doubt. That's, that's one to remember for next year when Caleb Williams and Drake may are starting in week one. Dude, how about, how about the goddamn Ravens, by the way? I mean, these guys just dicked me all over the place. Like a lot of Dobbins and tournament teams. Oh, score a touchdown, blow out your, your Achilles. Bye. Have a nice career, JK. It was great. Sorry. You didn't get your bag. Lamar Jackson was a cuck. I mean, everybody was bad except for, you know, Zay Flowers, who was just like, if, if you read Davis Maddox thread and like it at Davis Maddox, please retweet it. 
um, you know, you'll you'll see that Zay Flowers had a really good usage and he was great. He really was. Yeah. Yeah, he was awesome. Uh Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is definitely him. All right, let's uh let's all own up. There were, I guess let's not own up. Let's talk about it. So there were some people like I mean, I I think if I would have been doing weekly rankings, I probably would have had likely at like tight end five on the week or whatever. Like he was awesome last year filling in for Mark Andrews. I think the stat is he either had a hundred yards or a touchdown in every game that Mark Andrews missed. He led the team last season in targets per route run. He had an insane yards per route run. That was a very different Ravens team last year. Bateman was injured. Odell Beckham was not on the team. Zay Flowers was not on the team. A lot of those games, Lamar Jackson was not the quarterback. Uh, Todd Munkin. Not Todd. Maybe maybe the biggest thing, actually, was that Greg Roman loved to throw the tight ends, and Todd Munkin has been more of like a spread air raid. Not Now, obviously, last year at Georgia, Todd Munkin's two, two best players were Darnell Washington and Brock Bauer, so it was a little bit different. But, I mean, Musgrave was about as good of a tight end play as you can get, right? Like, facing this awful Bears defense, like, Christian Watson's out, Romeo Dobbs is banged up. I'm actually doing this thread right now while we're recording, and the Packers didn't have any wide receiver play over 29 snaps. They all just rotated in and out. Musgrave led the offense, other than Jordan Love, obviously, in snaps. Musgrave actually almost had, like, a 60-yard touchdown, but he fell down. Were we were we fish to not just stick to Musgrave and just immediately go to Likely, or was it fine? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So here's the thing. Part of me wants to say yes, because like the volume on Musgrave, and that's why I liked Reed over Mims was so high. We knew Green Bay just had dust and Green Bay, like the, Reed and Musgrave were going to get targets where with likely you're always playing the efficiency game. Like you're always going to be playing the efficiency game there. So part of me says yes, but also part of me says like Jordan loves efficiency in this game was off the charts no one expected this I mean Jordan Love literally had like the best EPA 
pass EPA in the nine, 9.1, 9.1 YPA for, yeah. for Jordan Love. Yeah. So Jordan Love ended up like leading the week in pass EPA per play, which no one expected. So I do think we're looking at this as like, with a little bit of hindsight, it's 2020. We're likely could have easily been in a spot where his touchdown equity was five times what, um, what Musgrave was, and we would have felt like fish on the other side. But I, I, I'm, I, it was just tilting, and his ownership in tournament, like, it, I, I feel bad because I played him in tournaments in some spots where I just shouldn't have. But I, this likely thing was, I don't know, unless unless Sammy's gonna have a different take here of like real football, you should never play a tight end when you're looking at this. OC, I don't know, but no, man, I, 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 I have the same take. I think we just ran bad. I mean, Isaiah likely he's what 80% of Mark Andrews at worst. And it 3K? was a late, scratch. it was a late scratch. It wasn't yeah. like they planned for him all week and said, Hey, we're just going to avoid the tight end position. So are they really going to throw out the whole playbook on a Saturday when they realize like, Hey, Mark Andrews, isn't going to make it this week. Cause he was, most people assumed he was playing. I mean, it was questionable, but it wasn't like he was ruled out on Wednesday and yeah, he's, he was he was limited. He was limited in practice. It's a quad injury. Like who gives a shit? And instead, he just like sat out. I mean, I, I didn't. I, Zay I thought Flowers just took over the game. Zay Flowers literally had ten targets. I mean, it, or was it? Eight? I mean, he had he, Zay Flowers just was the guy. I thought that likely was going to be so owned, and he was such a good play that I refused to play him in tournaments because I was like, yo, like this guy's yeah, just going to. be I didn't play him in turn. I think I played him a little bit in tournaments if I got weird with other stuff, but I I was mostly Musgrave or other tight ends in tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just I just thought you ran bad. I mean, when you're when you're playing the min price tight end game as I love to do, you know, sometimes you get burned. And uh, this time we did. I thought Musgrave Musgrave was the guy we all had in our lineups all week until the Andrews news. So we would have just gone Musgrave and you know ran bad a little there but musgrave would have been i mean what was what was likely owned in cash he was yeah it was 57 percent owned i mean come on more, that, more that's what musgrave that, would have been in and like like higher like the 50 dollars single trade stuff like he was he was completely jammed yeah, yeah nobody was within 40 percent of him i mean literally higby was the second highest because i and higby if he was cheaper i think i would have considered but yeah it was to me it was cheap tight end all week Right. So that's that's the thing in tournaments. Like he was such a good play. I think if you didn't play him in cash, you were just like off the reservation. But when somebody's going to be this widely owned, these min cash, these, these min price tight ends, like, dude, they are volatile. Like, let's not pretend they're not because tight ends are volatile anyways. And so even the min price ones are going to be even more so. It's like, dude, you just can't. Their chances of busting out are so high that I don't know. I, I just don't think you can play them in tournaments. Yeah, I mean, it's well, I mean, that is just uh, that is good week one advice in general is just like, don't, uh, although I guess, uh, I mean, what was recount in tournaments? So I guess, I guess you, you still need, you still need some of the spots. Yeah, he's, right? yeah, he's not a min price tight end, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that is true. But it's, I like, mean, it was, it, I mean, the, the Chargers Dolphins game was like the only game that, like, dude, that was the chalk all week. It was a chalk all off season. Everybody had this game circled and it ended up being like the only game that was useful for GPPs. Like I thought the quality of football today sucked, man. Like there were all these. I mean, that was my biggest takeaway was that, was that the teams are terrible that, that it's, it's preseason week four, but just, there are a lot of bad teams, you know, that the defenses, the defenses remain ahead of the offenses because I mean, there are a lot of reasons for this practice rules are different. Um, 
but really the, the too high safety stuff has just fucking ruined the NFL. Like it's ruined it. And any team that can't make you respect that a dude's going to get seven yards rushing. If you don't have the seventh guy in the box, like you're just dust. Like you were just dust against. And it's like, it sucks, dude. It, 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 it adapt. Everything, everything will even out over time. I, I think this is a little bit of week one anomaly. Like I, when I pulled the numbers this morning, I literally thought, I'm like, did I pull preseason? Like the top, top six quarterbacks in pass EPA per play this week, Jordan Love, Tua, Matthew Stafford, Jimmy G, Brock Purdy, and Jared Goff. Those were the best QBs of the week. And I would have thought like, I, I have a data error here. Like there's no way that this list isn't Patrick Mahomes. Isn't, I mean, yeah, it was just, it was a weird week. And I don't think it's like, I think everybody's going to say like, oh, this is the new NFL. This is the way it is. No, offenses will adapt. There will be more Mike McDaniels, of the world, Mike McDaniels of the world that figure it out. There will be teams, and the best players will still be the best players. I'm not going to um, write off Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow will figure it out. Deshaun Watson will get better. I mean, ah, uh, well, yeah. yeah. I, I might no, the brakes no, on that. No, I think kid. I actually, if I was like, a, if I was like a big Watson guy, or if I had a bunch of Amari Cooper or something, did you see that interception he threw, Nate? I mean, that interception. That Deshaun Watson threw, I can't remember if it was the third quarter or the fourth quarter. That was like high school quarterback gets confused on the wrong jersey color for a second or something. I mean, it was like, and he he did, he did, there was a, a scoring drive in the third quarter where he like dropped like three in the bucket. He looked awesome. It was like totally old Deshaun Watson. And then after that, he immediately went back to looking like shit. So, I you know, obviously the weather played a role there. I think that the I, played I, a massive role. I, I'm not worried about Deshaun Watson. I think the weather played a massive role. If you watch what looked, I mean, Jamar Chase literally looked like he couldn't hold a ball. Like nobody could do anything in that field. It was, to me, I'm writing off that compared to, was it last year, Chicago, San Francisco, where everybody was like, I mean, it was it was another rain game that was a disaster. Are we are we pouring one out? Are we pouring one out for Fields? Are you officially are you uh, are you tank? Are you tank for Caleb time or or what? Yeah, I'm not, what's I'm that? not, what I'm is... not off on that yet. DJ Moore had like two targets. I'm, no, this was DJ, not. You literally just highlighted the problem. You just said DJ Moore had two targets, and you said that like, oh, that's something that'll regress. It's fine. Yes, I am not going. Okay, if DJ Moore has two targets, <laughs> people took DJ Moore in the third round of drafts. Like, come on, bro. Dude, people took people took DJ Moore over fucking Puka Nakua. No one knows. No one knows shit about fantasy football. Imagine, am I right? imagine. I mean, the one thing I did get right about the Bears this offseason is Roshan freaking Johnson is the man. This dude led all. Oh, the he's the man. Expected points. Like he's he is good, and he makes blocks. It's not just. I mean, he's a rookie that looks like he's got it together. I'm like excited. I mean, some of us have known this about Roshan since since you know March, dude. Some of us have been some of us have been pounding the drum. You're just a Johnny come lately to the uh, to the Roshan Johnson. Oh, I'm saying era. I got right. I love. I have Roshan Johnson everywhere. Yeah, Khalil Herbert is going to zero. Dante Foreman is going to zero. So I guess uh, let's let's wrap it up here in cash, and then we can all go through one of our tournament teams. I guess. The the Hertz people, the people who ran the Hertz team, um, I mean, I do think you deserve to get punished for being scared of playing a rookie, but it was a like a f- totally fine team. And you actually deserve to get paid for the Ridley decision. But the 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 sharpest people were not was not the Richardson team people or the Hertz team people. They were the people that played 
Justin Herbert instead of Hertz and Justin Jefferson over Jamar Chase. Those were the people that really deserved to get paid. That So your wide receivers would have been 3K wide receiver, Justin Jefferson and Calvin Ridley. Those are the people who deserve to get paid. If you if you I mean, played I, that I, team, you're sure. I guess so. I mean, the 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 Chargers played the shootout of all shootouts, and Justin Herbert threw for 228 yards and one touchdown. Well, yeah, he stinks. Like, let's let's be honest. I mean, I, the, char- I, the Chargers I was... remain the Chargers. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess like obviously Jalen Hurts could have buried everyone so easy, you know, like. Again, like they had a bunch of goal line possessions. Um, they got a pick six. That it's always is there a more brutal feeling in daily fantasy than when the team of that you have your quarterback on and your most action gets a pick six? You're just like, oh, this is like I'm not gonna have a good day. I'm having going a bad to day going now. to dust. You know it immediately. And there were so many. It felt like anyway. There were so many defensive touchdowns, like that. That kind of like started screwing things up. Like. Screwed up the Eagles game. I didn't really watch the Cowboys Giants, but obviously that screwed up all the fantasy stuff there. Like, I think I think there were others, but didn't the didn't screw it up. Blur. Didn't screw it up for Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is, uh, you know, that's that's the guy. Nothing yeah. can screw him up. Nothing can no. get him off track. All right, I'll do my terrible GPP team first. Um, so I was like all in on Lamar Jackson. I thought this was just like an insanely good spot for him. I thought, uh, I mean, one, I'm like in on Munkin. I thought he really wouldn't get to be that chalk with all of the Miami and uh, Charger stuff that turned out to be true. But J.K. Dobbins scored one touchdown. Justice Hill scored two touchdowns. And uh, the game effectively was, I mean, it was done in, in the third quarter, which I guess you have to anticipate, honestly, with a lot of these Lamar spots, you just have to hope it comes via touchdowns. So I played, this is in the $50 red zone, the big one. 7% Lamar, feeling good. Bijan Robinson, 7%, feeling good. Travis Etienne, 9%, feeling good. Like, Bijan could have had a bigger day. Etienne, I mean, Etienne could have had, like, 35. He He ran the most routes of his career and played the most snaps of his career. I used Justin Jefferson as my stud in this one, 27 points. Uh, he was 28% owned. I think that's fine. I think if you have a bunch of single-owned guys, obviously Tyreek Hill would have been better. Zay Flowers at 9%. He's him. Tutu Atwell at 3%, the third highest scoring player in this lineup. What a man. I did play Musgrave. I thought Musgrave with Lamar I, I convinced myself that that was like the sharpest thing because uh, that, Lamar, that that is sharp actually. The, the Lamar <laughs> teams I figured all would have just had likely. Wow. So I feel this lineup. I mean, obviously I didn't fucking win anything, but like in in retrospect, all these decisions feel really good. Like I was a smart person, and I just you know whatever. DeAndre Swift, mm. DeAndre Swift in the flex here. Uh, you, you give me that. You give me that. Rashad Penny is an active news, and I'm just dude. I'm just like I'm. I'm like registering for new contests to play more DeAndre Swift. I'm like, oh my God, he's going to go nuclear. The Patriots are down all these offensive linemen. They're going to get blown out. Uh, DeAndre Swift played 19 snaps. I, I think he got one carry and one target, Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell. And I mean, obviously I just wasn't going to play the commander's defense. And I, ju- I just mix and match with no conviction. I played the Steelers defense in this one, but I, I mean, whatever. A great, great outing by the Steelers, by the way. 
Like that was that was awesome. Classic, really, classic Deontay Johnson drops a touchdown and leaves injured. Like it's just the quintessential Deontay. Not, not only does he leave injured, but he leaves injured after gaining his 48th yard when his over was 50.5, and I had a shit a metric fuck ton of Deontay Johnson on on prize picks, and he goes down and blows out his hammy at 48 yards, like early in the third. Like he's just a lock to get it, and I'm just like, oh, I'm so sharp, and uh, now now I'm poor. Here we are. Yeah. I guess yeah, it was a tough it, week on the prize pick streets. If I could go back, I mean, obviously, I would have just played more Tyreek Hill, knowing the results. But I feel mostly fine about how I played. I mean, the Swift stuff is really bad, but the Bijan and Etn, Bijan and Etn were the guys I played the most across all my lineups. Uh, DeAndre I, Swift I, is never – he's never going to get there, bro. He's never going to get there. People took him in the first and second round last year. It's like, no. it's just, He's done. It's it's over. Like, the NFL has told us what they think of DeAndre Swift, and we're not listening. We need I, to that was like, I'm, still, I'm, still, uh, I'm still holding out hope. You know what's <laughs> insane, Sammy, is that was my take in, like, May and June and July, and then I, like, started to buy into it. And so now – which is obviously, like, in August is when all the high-stakes drafts happen. So I'm like all out on DeAndre Swift. And now I have DeAndre Swift on like $7,000 worth of fantasy football teams. And there's just nothing I can do. I just, I just got to fucking sit there name on my bench. And, can and it, can if Gainwell gets six touches on the first drive? Well, Gainwell, like... Gainwell is my most drafted player in best ball. He's my most drafted player. So, so I just got to, as long, as long as, uh, as long as Rashad Penny doesn't end up being the lead rusher in this backfield, I'll find a way. I'll find a way. Uh, all right. They, they they healthy scratched him. Like, first of all, how often do you expect Rashad Penny to be healthy? You know? And so you scratch him? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Swift not getting the workload in it. It was, it was tilting. I mean, this I can only imagine what Nate is about to bless us with. I mean, there's just got, he's going to be Wait, like, let's, Nate, let's, Nate let's do has... Nate last. Cause this is okay, what the people right. deserve. You're yeah. Right. Well, he'll, he'll, he'll be the, 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 the late game hammer here. Um, all right. So I played this lineup. I mean, it was in the $150 power sweep. And I also did a Lamar. Uh, so I did Lamar and Zay Flowers. So, you know, obviously super sharp. No Isaiah Likely in this lineup. I brought it back with Nico Collins. That had to have been every Nico Collins team in high stakes GPPs had to have been a Lamar team. Like I bet Nico Collins is like, what was he? 3% owned or something. And I bet every single one of them was a Lamar team. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it yeah. was just it was just too sharp, right? So no, I'm feeling... I, I I think it's fine. I do think it's fine. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling great. Uh, I also did a Devonte and Cortland Sutton uh, correlation here because I really did want exposure to this game. Are you worried, was... dude? Aren't you worried about Patrick Sertan? I mean, I should have been. Patrick Sertan was in. I I very rarely notice a defensive player when I'm watching games. Patrick Sertan was in that dude's jock he could not do he could not get open it was insane and then jacoby myers jacoby myers is 16 and adams is 17 and they're both 62 so i was just like which one is which like the whole time i'm just like please tell me that's adams and it never was oh yeah well i can just tell you now the guy scoring all the touchdowns that was jacoby myers yeah so should have just done that if i was actually sharp but you know Devontae really stood out as that kind of higher priced receiver that people weren't going to play a lot and so it was just like yeah, hashtag sharp play. Uh, the the I, I I ended up playing Najoku at tight end here, 
Because, you know, got to gotta just get that Deshaun Watson he, exposure. He totally dominated routes and snaps. I think I think that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but where this lineup kind of went off the rails was at running back. My running backs were Joe Mixon and Kenneth Walker. So the, you know, the thesis uh, with the Joe Mixon, obviously it was a little Mixon and Joku. Uh, correlation but it was also like oh Joe Mixon you know he's playing all the you know he's gonna get so much usage and you know yada 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 yeah he's Joe Mixon and uh anything I, I think Joe Mixon was brain dead I think that was, yeah, I think that was I mean, completely brain dead very, very clearly brain dead <laughs> I mean just anything attached to the Bengals on this day was complete AIDS so you know that I I wore it there and then Kenneth Walker I mean bro what was Walker what was Walker owned Oh, good question. Um, but but I mean, Jesus H. Christ, the the LA Rams went into Seattle and kicked the shit out of the Seahawks. Boat race. Boat race. I who mean, Matt Matthew Nikua, Stafford who just like and sh- Tutu Atwell sound like cartoon character names, and they're just <laughs> combined. Combined those dudes weigh about 317 pounds, and they're just dunking on the Seahawks, just dunking on them. It was brutal. Yeah, yeah I mean, so much better than JSN. It's sick. So, you know, didn't yeah. didn't get there with him because, you know, I thought the uh, Seahawks would whoop that ass. Uh, Joe Mixon was 10 percent, by the way, in, this, in the in the power sweep. No, no, Walker, because I, I like oh, Walker. Walker was, I thought. I he thought was, he was just going to be steamed. No, I mean, not that steamed. 13.6. So he wasn't unowned, but there was just a lot of running backs in that range. And, you know, I finished this off with the Falcons defense. Um, At least none of us were dumb enough to play jamal williams and gpp like truly the war oh nate oh no No! let's go nate let's hear it here we go jamal williams was the classic you play him in cash because everyone else is but you are literally zero percent interested in tournaments play all right that is is correct lay it on us nathaniel yep so uh i had i did like seven big single entry teams um i did have some uh, how much did I actually play of Jamal? I had Jamal in two of my seven single entry teams. Oh, but it, yeah. Jesus H Christ, Nate. No, I mean, that's 28. I, like, so two teams have set 28%. And I thought the field would have him at like 18 to 20%. I didn't think he was going to be that owned in GPP. Um, yeah, so I was like, is everybody sharp and you're not? <laughs> So I did have Jamal Williams. So it was a Deshaun Watson double stack. Um, I thought Deshaun Watson would be lower single digits. Uh, so I had uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, Cooper, and, and Joku uh, with a Jamar Chase bring back. So obviously this team didn't do anything. Uh, I had Aaron Jones as my uh, kind of pivot running back. I thought Aaron Jones was like the total, my favorite like GPP running back. I had him in, I think, 100% of my tournament teams. Um, wow. Wait, 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 what's what's the thesis, Nate? Let's hear the thesis. I mean, we already talked about it in cash why my thesis was that Musgrave and, and Reed were great plays. Aaron Jones is literally the only running, the only offensive player of of Green Bay that can do anything. I thought he was going to get work in the past. I think he's the only player on their off, only skill position player who's older than twenty four on the on the. Like I literally team. thought he was going to have. I thought he had potential to have Eckler type output at ownership. That was like. Wow. I mean, it, obviously he did. He smashed, but I'm just sitting here thinking that's what we thought would happen all last year is Aaron Jones would dominate the passing work because they don't have it and it didn't happen. But so I mean, like Dylan, Dylan ran more routes. Yeah. Well, well, this week, 
I mean, he got hurt. He he yeah, he ripped he, he his hand hurt. or pulled his hamstring in the third quarter, so he didn't play for a game for a quarter and a half. But um, so yeah, Aaron Jones was my favorite um, running back. So I had him in, and then I had Calvin Ridley as my favorite wide receiver play of the week. He was in every one of my tournament teams. Uh, and then my flex play, I had Mike Williams. I thought he was a contrarian way to get ownership in the – or contrarian way to get exposure to the Chargers-Miami game. And then I had Buccaneers D. Is is Mike Williams the DeAndre Swift of receivers where he's just, like, never going to get there too? Mike Williams is that good. I mean, That's the – no one wants to, no one ever wants to admit it. Like people are just like, Mike Williams is going to be a fifth round pick every year in fantasy football until he retires. But like, he's just not very good. Tough. Very I, tough. I, I had him in tournaments too, Nate. I feel really bad. Sucks. Yeah. I had, I mean, Mike Williams was my third highest owned player in, in tournament teams. I had Aaron Jones, Calvin Ridley in hundred percent. And then uh, Mike Williams was in like five to seven. So. Jamal Williams. The, the Aaron, Jesus Aaron, Christ. The Aaron no, Jones Aaron, and Calvin Ridley. Yeah. It was right too. Like, the way I was trying to build was like concentrated one, like my singles, like one-offs. And then uh, a lot of Cleveland stacks, a lot of Hertz stacks, but. Yeah. Well, I, obviously it did real well, Nate. Yeah. I, it's, it is, it is kind of, I mean, obviously this is literally the name of the game, which is that you have to have everything perfect to win a lot of money. Uh, and I felt like I had some of the right ingredients. Like I thought Bijan was really strong. I thought ETN was strong getting 20 points from two, two Atwell at 2% owned, 3% owned and all these contests felt pretty good. Cause I played at the three K wide receiver slot. Cause I kind of built like cash. I just played Atwell instead of Reed or Mims and all these, and all these tournaments. And, uh, you know, just none of it matters because you needed Tyreek and you needed to, uh, to win anything. What you needed that mattered. I think the things that we sweat as like the awful plays of like the likely in tournaments would be so bad. It doesn't matter. It Most doesn't matter. Happen. Yeah. You know, like that's why I think we end up sweating the things in tournaments that really don't make a difference. You're not winning or losing because you had likely. Like likely is not going to to significantly change. It's it's going to be on your stacks and your other things that go off. Like it's, I don't know, like looking at the spy, it looks like the top five all had likely. Like- well, the spy is going to be like people are people are playing much closer to the chalk. I did so I did look this up just because I was curious. I wondered if Atwell or Nakua was on the Millie winner, and they were not. I mean, that's how low owned. That's how low owned they were. Is that you know because they were so much less. They were so much less likely to be the Tyreek Eckler Tua team you know, yeah. in with, with those guys, because it just, it didn't make that much sense. Like the, the Millie winning team, let's see here. Let's, uh, let's read it out and then we can get out of here. All right. So they had to, uh, they had Tyreek, their three K wide receiver was Kendrick Bourne, who actually went nuts. He had two Kendrick touchdowns, oh, two yeah. touchdowns with 11 targets. I feel like Bourne is a real Nate ass play, which I, is, I, I, dude, I had a lot of, Bourne. yeah, I was going to say Kendrick Bourne is a Nate ass play. What's funny. You really don't see this very often. This is how low scoring of a slate. It was Kenneth Walker with the snowflake in the Millie Waker, the Millie maker winning lineup, because he had, he had, I, well, he had, Ayuk. I, I was the other guy. He was the mm-hmm. other, you, you kind of needed to have him guy. So and, and how about this? Just shoving it in the face of the libs, winning the million dollars with 35% owned commander's defense. That's Jenny. what I'm saying. The things that we sweat as like the most unplayable things. I, I don't know if those 
It does, it does matter because you are creating massive leverage on the field, particularly, Nate, in the contest that we like, the smaller yeah. stuff, the 1,000-person, the 2,000-person stuff. If 30% of the field play – I mean, how about this? Combine likely and commander's combinatorial ownership, and let's say 20% of people have them, likely scores 1.4, and let's say the commanders lose that game and they score four, you have just eliminated – 20% of the field. Like obviously if they if likely goes nuts, you need him. But I mean, like you you just you just smoke the field right there. You gain yeah, like in the in the big field the stuff field. in the milli, you just need to hit the nuts. Like yes. it, 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 you 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 just must hit the nuts. In, in yeah, in our contest, I think leverage is like more important. So. Yeah, I I I, I it probably I, matters more from like a percentage of time that you get above cash line, but it doesn't change your not your top one percentile outcome of like when you're winning big money anyway like does that make sense davis so like if you're I, playing so I, 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 it probably my, makes my your roi but not in your top percentile outcomes well it's actually getting to the key of the matter which is that all of what we're doing is guessing and that you to to actually know what you're talking about you need to run simulations you need to be you need to be running sims based on so these are the projections. This is what I expect the field to do. And this is what the efficient, like the efficient ownership for the commander's defense might've been 50%. You know, the, 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 the efficient ownership unlikely given what all of the models had as his inputs might've been higher than it was. We, we just don't know. It's like Brian, Brian says this all the time when we talk about Sims, like we'll do it for baseball. It'd be like, oh, you can never play a hitter in baseball who's 30% owned and it would be like, well, that's kind of like a, you know, it's like, that's like a, an old wives tale, you know, that's like, that's like community wisdom, but it might not be true because we don't actually know what, that's what I'm saying. When you simulate it out, should be, when you simulate it, like we have these hard and fast rules just because we're playing one si single week. But when you simulate this out over a lifetime, I do think like a 50% defense, like at times you're going to see, like, I, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's not the way that we like to think about it as like unplayable, you know? Yeah. Well, the the uh, people love this. You guys, we're solving DFS here uh, in the year of our Lord, two thousand twenty-three. The end of well, week one. Well, no, we're not. We're not. We're not solving shit. We're we're playing. We're we're playing Jamal Williams and and uh, and and fucking okay, Lamar like seven points in DFS in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty-three. All right, guys, we're getting out of here. Thanks for listening. Sorry that it was posted on Monday. It's gonna happen a little bit. We're all adults with jobs. We travel. Like it. You know, it is what it is. But. uh, yeah, we love you guys, and we'll be back next week. Later.